Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Currently, we share a six-part series, a ghost story titled The Whirlwind. What is better than a gripping ghost story during the night, hey? If you add hot bajiyas and chutney, piping hot tea, and a good monsoon shower to set the mood, even better. It's fascinating that our ghost stories revolve around every part of our natural world. Trees, waters, paddy fields, and more. In our story, the mystery revolves around a banyan tree. Now, in the first episode of The Whirlwind, the four cousins Mani, Valli, Ramu, and Sendil befriend Babu, a young boy from the village. The children are unnerved by eerie sights like the sinister whirlwind and rusty nails on the banyan tree that erupt into dark fumes. Finally, Babu tells them a little bit about the mysterious occurrences in the village. That's when Sendil realizes that the woman he saw might have been a ghost. To make matters worse, the four cousins have a close encounter with the whirlwind. Who is the mysterious lonely woman? And why does she haunt the village? What does it have to do with our friends? Learn more in the second episode of The Whirlwind, Up in the Air. Sendil, Sendil, wake up. Are you all right? His bed creaked. A shadow passed over Sendil's face. I don't know, Babu. I have an eerie feeling that I'm being watched. He spoke so softly that none of the others could hear, but that only made them more curious. Sendal, what's the matter? Vali crossed the room to stand by the bed. Mani and Ramu trailed behind her. If I tell them about last night, they'll be afraid to. I better keep this between me and Babu, Sendal thought. He decided to distract his cousin. Vali is party by herself? I don't think she should find about this. It will worry her too much. Why don't you three see if she wants anything? If all of us gather here, she's bound to get suspicious said Sendal. That did the trick. His cousins left the room, leaving Sendal and Babu alone. Okay, if you plan to make them leave this place deliberately, I should say that was well handled. What's going on? Hey, what's the matter with you? Babu raised his eyebrows. Babu, do you know what happened? A cold wave pressed down on Sendal's chest as he recalled the memory. Hey, chill. It's not like you've seen a ghost, is it? Babu's eyes twinkled. But that's just it, Babu. I think I have seen the ghost. Sendal sat up, his eyes Sparkling feverishly. Cool boy, 
I never meant to harm you. Just listen, will you? Remember, you told me about the lonely woman with nine cats. I saw her by a window, said Sindhil, his voice trembling. That was too much for Babu. Ah, if you think you can play a prank on me, let me tell you. I am not one to fall for these stories. He crossed his hands across his chest in a challenge. I am not making this up. You must help me. I saw the lonely woman. She wore a peculiar nose ring that flickered as if lit by shooting flames of fire. And she had a long black stick with a brass cat. The eyes of the cat shone bright red, just like a nose ring. Sendil was insistent. Babu stood up and regarded him with the narrow eyes. Yes, the despair in Sendil's voice was real. But that wasn't the only reason for his reaction. He heard the story many times, shared by the villagers who encountered the spirit of the lonely woman. Babu swallowed hard. Wait a minute. You, have you seen her too? Sendal shook Babu's shoulder. Yes, mm, no, no, I haven't seen her. But it's just that I can't believe this happened to you. It would have been best if you hadn't pulled that nail out, said Babu. She is a spirit who haunts people. Why didn't you tell me when it happened? He spread his hands out in desperation. It was at night dark and I truly thought she was a woman looking for her cats. I had no idea it was a ghost. Sendil hugged himself. The room went silent. The boys were lost in their thoughts. How do I safely bring Sendil and others out of this challenge? Babu racked his mind only to draw a blank. Frustrated, he got up and marched out without a word. When the other three walked into the room sometime later, they found Sendil hunched over, staring at his toes. Come on, da Sendil, get off the bed. Let us go out and play, Ramu insisted. In a way, it was a good idea not to let Sendil move. The four returned to their routine, playing cricket and badminton and roaming the streets of Sulal Nagaram. As they played outside the house, one evening, their neighbor, Pallavi auntie, called out to them. Hello kids, I hope you are having the time of your life with your grandma. She smiled. Yes, auntie, we are enjoying ourselves. It is a nice change from the busy city, Valli answered politely. Ramu shook his head. I like it here, but I still miss my city. The hustle and bustle of people, malls, 
play areas, foot courts, and more. Auntie, there is some sort of mystery here, isn't there? Money blurted out. Auntie threw a glance his way, but didn't respond to the probing. That's weird. She's ignoring what I said. She looks uncomfortable. Did I say something wrong? Money wondered. Kiddos, where's Babu? He has been here for a few days now. Auntie commented. We are not sure. I think he's busy with some errands, said Sender. Do me a favor, will you? I made biryani. Can you drop some off at Babu's place? Yeah, we'd be happy to. But we have never been to his house, replied Bali. My dear, this is a small village, not a big city. Just cross the bridge and you'll come to your house with a beautiful garden on the right. That is his home. Auntie pointed to the stream. It seemed like everyone in the village was fond of Babu. Funny, he never spoke about his family. Even Party didn't share much about him. Sure, we'll take the biryani over, Money nodded. Soon, four of them were on their way. The biryani box tucked under Ramu's arm. Sindhil felt peaky. He said, Let's go through the fields to the bridge dam. Oh, don't tell me. We go this way, we will come to that blasted banyan tree, right? Ramu grumbled. We have been out playing all day long. I am just tired. My legs will give away soon. It was their bad luck that even the roundabout route through the fields led them near the tree. Sendal didn't want to look at it, but he could feel the tree's gaze pulling him. It seemed to tower all over the trees as far as his eyes could see. The madness began slowly with a stillness in the air. Then the wind picked up. A dust storm! It's coming this way! Pull together! Hold hands and don't let go! Money screamed. The four children huddled together, hoping the wind would slow down. Sendal quintered over his shoulder. A faint tendril of smoke swirled around the tree. It was too late to run and find cover. My feet! I can't feel the ground! Someone screamed. If they said anything else, the words were swallowed up by the wind. The tree's roots grow into unearthly forms. The children were pulled apart. Their bodies thrown at each other, twisting this way and that. Finally, the whirlwind slowed down and countless hands brought them down. One by one, they landed on their body. Where were they? Under the banyan tree? Not again. 
How on earth did we get here? Asked Bali, nails dugging into Ramu's arm. Hush! We don't know. No one here. Not even the old man who chased us that day. Mani sounded braver than he felt. Or the old woman? Sindhil muttered. What old woman? Asked Mani. Just someone from a dream, replied Sindhil. Concealing his growing fears from the others. Ah, da, there are more nails on the tree. Bali stood on her tiptoes to touch one. Sindhil pulled her away. Stop, Bali, I said stop. There's something wrong. Why do we keep coming back to this cursed place? Let's get out of here. But his leg buckled. And he fell. The others looked dazed. He was right. There was something strange going on here. They had been lifted from the path to the bridge and brought here. But why? Get away! Get away! A shrill voice whistled. I will hold the whirlwind. Get away! The cousins didn't have to be told again. They picked up their feet and ran. At home, Party was in bed. They slipped quickly under the sheet too. Eyes heavy. They were asleep in no time. All except Sindhil. He brooded over the events of the day. Then he too fell asleep. It was the sound of clanging vessels that woke Sindhil. Grandma shouting at the top of her voice. I don't like pets. I loathe them. How did these animals get here? Patti's voice was raised. Sindhil peeled his eyes open, but the others slept through the din. He decided to leave them be. What's wrong, Patti? Why are you upset early morning? asked Sindhil. Who brought the animal inside? Don't you know I'm allergic to fur? You can't have pets here. Party poked at him with a bony finger. Pet? What pet? A cat. I saw the cat under the blanket by your side. Get it out of here before I start sneezing. Party turned her back on him. Sindhil hurried to his cot and pulled the blanket away. Two long cat whiskers tarred back at him. That is the end of today's episode. Ooh, that must have been an unnerving experience to be thrown about in a whirlwind. That's just a taste of what's to come. The children must now find out why the ghost is wandering about. But it's not a task for the weak need. Come back next week as the cousins and Babu go to the banyan tree again. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Mm-hmm.